Hello everyone, Bobby Wilson here from the TNT College Football Podcast. Glad to be back on this afternoon. Hope everybody's doing well. If you're listening to this, you're listening to my next installment of my FBS College Football Breakdown Series. Continuing to break down all 133 teams at the FBS level. And I am beginning with the Mid-American Conference, the MAC today, with the Akron Zips, who last season went 2-10 and and 1-7 and in the MAC. Akron concluded last year on a high note, though, winning at Northern Illinois significantly and then playing Buffalo very, very close, playing a competitive game at Eastern Michigan, who was one of the better teams in the MAC. And, and quite frankly, they were close in almost every MAC game they played. The MAC is a very competitive conference, as, as we all know. And uh, their 2-10 and 10 record and 1-7 and seven record in the conference doesn't reflect... Uh, how well they finished last season. And and I really believe that this team moving forward uh, into this season could surprise a lot of people. Um, I know a lot of people say that they're going to be in the bottom of the East and, and that could happen, but I do see them improving significantly and uh, an opportunity for them to make a jump under the leadership of Joe Moorhead who is a fantastic offensive mind, but also a fantastic football coach, um, who I think is going to have a lot of success here. It's not often that you see a head coach get an extension after a 2-10 season, but I think the leadership at Akron sees how good of a coach they have in Coach Moorhead and knows that he's going to do some great things. And uh, he also was pursued heavily by the Baltimore Ravens and, and other college football programs uh, for his offensive ability as a coach. And uh, Akron saw that they needed to really uh, really uh, take hold of that and keep him on board for as long as possible, which was a great decision by them, and I wholeheartedly agree with, uh, with them. Uh, shifting now to the breakdown now, um, this uh, Akron plays at InfoCision Stadium. Uh, newer stadium that uh, has only recently been opened um, in 2009. It's a beautiful, beautiful new stadium. Uh, it replaced the Rubber Bowl, which I know a lot of fans there were sad to see go. And and I myself, is great, great venue. But Infocision Stadium is the new Rubber Bowl, uh, if you want to say that. Um, just a beautiful, beautiful stadium. Quite honestly, might be the most beautiful stadium in the MAC. Um of course, it's new, so that helps in that regard. But one that I'm looking forward to getting to in the future and seeing, uh, it's, again, a great place to watch a football game. Seats 30,000 uh, moving forward, I think, with the uh, ability that this program is going to have under the leadership of Coach uh, Joe Moorhead. I think they're going to do going to be able to get, get some butts in those seats. Uh, shifting now to a coach on the rise in the program, I'm going with uh, run game coordinator, offensive line coach, Joel Rodriguez, a uh, fantastic mind when it comes to the uh, offensive side of the football in the run game. Uh, he joined Akron when Coach Moorhead uh, was was hired. Uh, coach Rodriguez has had a tremendous playing career, graduated from the University of Miami in 2005, Played on some great Miami teams. Uh, had an opportunity to play in the NFL, NFL Europe. Uh, good pro career. A good uh, pro career. Uh, he he spent time at, at different levels 
um, FCS Bryant, um, was at Ole Miss for a time, and then was at his alma mater, uh, was at FIU and his alma mater, Miami, um, throughout, uh, throughout his coaching tenure. But now here at Akron, he leads the offensive line, which, uh, they returned plenty of players this year. There's going to be some movement on the offensive line, uh, but they have some really talented guys there. And being the run game coordinator, he has uh, his hand on that side of the ball where they have some really good new additions there. Uh, so I'm excited to see moving forward what they can do. And I think Coach Rodriguez is the right man for the job and is going to do some really good things uh, with that group on that side of the football. Uh, shifting now to Akron's schedule, they open up at Temple, which is a winnable game. They can definitely uh, win that game. Temple uh, has struggled at times, and uh, there's an opportunity there for Akron to seize it. Then they host Morgan State, so there's an opportunity for Akron to start 2-0. They go to Kentucky, and then they go to Indiana, which we see every year for the past, uh, I can't remember, I, I want to say it's 13 or 14 years now that the MAC has beaten a Big Ten team. There's an opportunity right there, Akron at Indiana. They have a shot, that's for sure. Then they host Buffalo, host NIU, go to Central Michigan, go to Bowling Green, and then they start their Maction slate in November. Wednesday, November 1st, they host Kent State just down the street. Uh, rivalry there. Then they go to Miami, Ohio on Wednesday, November 8th. They go to Eastern Michigan on Tuesday, November 14th. And then Black Friday, they host Ohio. So I think everyone is a huge fan of midweek action, myself included. I love going to those games as a stadium traveler. It's always nice to have those midweek games that allows you to do so. Um, but, but again, looking at Akron, there's a real opportunity looking at the schedule for them to start 2-0. Winning at Temple won't be easy, but there is an opportunity to do so. That is for sure. Uh, going to Kentucky, I mean, obviously that's going to be the toughest game on the schedule, uh, but an opportunity to play an SEC foe. Who, who does have new pieces. Uh, going to Indiana is a is a winnable game. As we as I talked about, the, the MAC has a streak of beating Big Ten teams, and this is a grand opportunity for them to do so. And then their first two conference games being at home is big. Buffalo and then NIU, who will be much improved because of the injuries that they suffered last year, but still a really good opportunity there with two home games to start the conference slate. I really firmly believe that this Akron team with this schedule can reach bowl eligibility. Um, shifting now to position-by-position position breakdown, starting offensively, the quarterback position belongs to all-MAC performer DJ Irons. He is the perfect fit in Joe Moorhead's offense. He is a dual-threat player with great size at 6'6". He does need to stay healthy as a backup Jeff Undercuffler took advantage of, of that opportunity in the spring and it impressed the coaching staff. Uh, looked really good in the spring, but DJ Irons is, is is the guy. He is a fantastic football player. I'm a huge fan of his, one of the better quarterbacks in the MAC, and he's a great fit, like I said, in this system under Joe Moorhead's leadership. Uh, the running back room went to the portal for help. Akron was last in the MAC last season with only 89.6 yards rushing per game. Uh, Drake Anderson from Arizona and, and Lorenzo Lingard from Florida also was at Miami. Should help bolster the group. Lingard has the potential to be a go-to back. Uh, really, really excited to see what he can do. 
uh, with this change of scenery here at Akron as he is a uh, really, really talented player. Uh, the receiving core is led by first-team All-Mac wide receiver Alex Adams. Huge, huge piece uh, to this offense. Has a potential pro future in in his uh, in his future. Uh, I'm sure he had multiple opportunities to leave uh, for different NIL opportunities, but I give him credit for staying and uh, an opportunity for him to be one of the best players in the MAC. The former LSU Tiger fit right in with 63 catches for 850 yards and nine touchdowns last season. Uh, wide receiver Daniel George and tight end TJ Banks also return. And then the additions of uh, wide receivers Dakota Thomas from Western Kentucky and Faison Wilson from Grambling State are big. Uh, this is a team that will throw the ball around a good amount. And uh, led by Alex Adams, but uh, now there's some really good pieces to get the ball to besides him. Uh, the offensive line returns plenty of players who have seen action, but a lot of movement is going on. Uh, tackles Nate Williams and Kamari Landers will anchor the, this group. Uh, there is quality depth here as well. They've really done a good job uh, uh, building in the trenches here, and they should have some success there. Uh, defensively now, the defensive line lost a lot from last season and has turned to the portal and Juco ranks for help. Defensive end Ryan Jackson, defensive tackle Kyle Thomas, and uh, defensive tackle Davion Robinson have the most experience. Tennessee, straight, Tennessee State transfer defensive tackle Teray Jones. Um, defensive end Ahmad Rabah from D2 American International and multiple JUCO additions will need to step in right away. Like I said, they, they lost a significant amount here on the defensive line. Might be the biggest question mark on the team, uh, but there's pieces here to have success. They just got to get them to gel. Uh, the linebacking core is led by first team All-Mac performer Bubba Arcelinian, who had 132 tackles last year, one of the best players in the MAC. Arcelinian is a coach on the field and a great leader. I definitely see coaching in his future after his playing days are done, and he will have an opportunity to play further on after college. He is a really, really good player. Uh, the addition of Shaman Cooper from Illinois provides another talented piece here, uh, and, and he is joined by returners Byron McCoy, Andrew Payne, and Antavius Fish. So a good group of talented linebackers here, led by Arcelinian, one of the best in the MAC. Uh, the secondary returns talented weapons and adds a few more from the portal. Cornerback could be strong with Darian Lewis, Tyshawn Durant, who was third-team All-MAC last season, and Devontae Golden-Nelson, teaming with South Carolina transfer Joey Hunter and Pitt transfer Judson Tellendier. Really, really good group of cornerbacks here. I, I, I really see some... Uh, great things in their future. Then safeties Nate Thompson, KJ Martin, Corey Thomas, and Jaden Woods return. Uh, Terrence Thomas from Purdue has also been added as well. He can kind of mix it in uh, playing safety corner. Nickel can do some different things, so a really good addition there. I think the secondary is going to be really, really strong, and in the past, happy Mac. That is a big, big thing to have. On special teams now, kickers Noah, Noah Perez and Owen Wiley are battling for the, for the kicking job, while freshman Joseph Castle looked good in the spring handling punts. Final analysis now, this is my opinion of Akron heading into the season. 
Joe Moore had earned an extension in the offseason after the Baltimore Ravens and others came calling, others being Notre Dame and some others came calling when it came to his uh, his ability as an offensive coordinator. And again, like I said in the intro, I applaud Akron and the leadership there for giving him an extension uh, even when, even though they went two and ten and one and seven in the conference, you could tell that this team was so much improved uh, from the previous year. And and like I said, I really expect this team to challenge for bowl eligibility this year. This is this is a much improved team. DJ Irons is a fantastic quarterback. I think the running game will be much improved. They uh, they shouldn't finish last in the MAC in rushing. Alex Adams at wide receiver is an absolute stud, and they have some really, really talented pieces at linebacker and in the secondary. I think this team has an opportunity to be pretty darn good in the MAC. Building stability has always been tough at Akron, though, but Moorhead is the right man for the job. And like I said, the Zips will be improved in 2023. I'm really intrigued to watch this team this season. I'm hoping to even get to a game in Akron, Ohio. I, I, I'm really excited to see moving forward what this team and program can do under Joe Moorhead's leadership. So thank you guys for listening, tuning into this breakdown. Hope you enjoyed it. One of the favorite things I get to do every year. I love doing these. Uh, please like, subscribe, or ever listen to the podcast and give the podcast Twitter account a follow at TNT College Foot One. Everybody have a good day. God bless.